My next guest began his career. I've long known this brother a long time on daytime soap operas. As these type of soap opera stars on uh, As the World Turns and All My Children before his roles in many, many Tyler Perry productions such as uh, Why Did I Get Married? Why Did I Get Married 2? And Meet the Browns. He was doing comedy, funny dude, dramatic dude. He can do it all. Right now he's doing a drama role, a dramatic role. He now portrays Jacob Greenleaf, son of the powerful Greenleaf family, on OWN's exciting new drama series, Greenleaf. I know because I catch it. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Lamont Rucker. What's going on? What's up? What's up? How you been? I am very good, <laughs> my friend. I am very good. I'm so excited to have you on my show, Money Making Conversation. Mr. Rucker, yeah, I'm going to say, Mr. Rucker. Good to hear your voice, brother. Life is good. Voice, as always. Um, you know, the thing about it, I had Lynn Whitfield on the show, and um, and we were talking about her career. We also spent a lot of time on this exciting show, Greenleaf. Before we get into detail, let me just tell anybody who, are not, who is not familiar with the series, let me just give you a brief synopsis of Greenleaf. The Greenleaf family is a powerful, powerful struggle with the control of the church. Because right now in the series, uh, 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 I must just say a, a white company, a church company, has bought this black church, okay? And now he's... He's having issues because there's a power struggle because he has a lot of undermining actions that he want to do with the church. But also you have all these political fashions or these emotional people tied to the church, the, the dean, the deacons, the, all these people in the church. It is very, very uh, soap opera-ish what's going on. And then now my man Jacob, his character is played by Mr. Rucker. He's one of the, he's the son of the, of the father who's no longer preaching because now the daughter's the preacher. And Jacob, he actually wants to be the preacher. But he 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 ain't done a lot of little iffy things on the side because he has a crazy wife. I'm going to say the word crazy because um, because <laughs> she does things on the show that, that makes me like want to just reach through the screen and strangle her. Like uh, when she knew, when she knew that, 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 that they were buying the property that y'all were selling. And she signed that deed anyway. Oh, my God. Jacob. How are you married to this? Oh, no. How are you married to this woman, dude? Carissa, how you, you know married? what? No, no. Like, come, like come. most people, like most people try to do, but there's, there's actually relevance in what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm a blaming on my mama, you know. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, in all in all seriousness, I think one of the things about our family and about, um, I think many families is really kind of is tracking the the patterns, right? Right, um, right. I think one of the things our show deals with is is um, are the good and bad things. I mean, you see how much beauty and brilliance and um, and, and boldness and uh, creativity and leadership and you know majesty. There's all these wonderful things about our families. Again, that has also come down to the ages that my parents are exemplary examples of. But just the same, they're human. They're flawed. They got issues. They have, you know their own um, challenges and their own issues within themselves and within their, within their marriage, right? Right, so right. Stuff, we got a lot of mess that's been handed down. And one of the ways that I constructed my character, mm-hmm. you know, Jacob Greenleaf, is that my mother and father have so much control over me right. that a lot of what you see Jacob's um, going through is a result of his inability to do things for himself. Correct. Um, at the same time, it's not about if he doesn't like the desire to want to do things for himself. 
but he doesn't have often the confidence, he doesn't have the skills, nor is he often given the space, the authority, and the opportunity to show what he's made of. So as long as he's been a mama's boy, mm-hmm. his mama's been telling him what to do, has been taking him by the hand, has been holding him back even yes. from growing and flying and becoming this, you know, incredibly strong, self-sufficient man. And I believe that one of the decisions that she also made for him was choosing his wife. So he didn't get a chance to be, you know, like uh, Ken Fakim and coming to America. You right, know, right, and right. Say, hey, right. this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out here, be in the world. I'm going to sow my oats. I'm going to just have a good time, whatever it is. She wouldn't let him do that. Instead, she held him back, and she's like, no, you ain't going to be out there running around. It's funny because in a recent episode, she literally said, "She says that I want my son in my house." She says she that to James. Specifically said those. Yeah. She specifically said those words. That's mm-hmm. right. So that's how my mother is. That's her relationship with her son, which has its issues, you know, connected to her relationship with the men in her life. Absolutely. With her husband, my mm-hmm. father, with her father. So a lot of what she's clinging to is what she didn't have. She's protective over him. Right. But also you got to think about the fact that once Grace leaves, you know, now she's starting to covet her children in a different kind of way because she didn't already lost one. Right. She didn't want to lose her baby boy out in the world either. And you know how mothers are, right. especially church mothers, right? right. She's like, uh-oh, you ain't going to be out here being a little freak, mm-hmm. running around, messing with all these little girls, right. and don't be bringing her babies back in here. Right. So, you know, it's all of that. So what people sometimes think is preventive, from you falling in a hole or falling into any traps, unfortunately, ends up creating holes and traps of their own. And here he is trapped, stuck in this marriage. He really ain't got no business being in. He loves his children, but that is not a healthy marriage. And if it was up to him entirely, I believe he would have never been married to her, and he wouldn't be married yet. But maybe he might be married somewhere, you know, within this last, you know, 20 years almost. Right, 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 right. He's been married to this woman, but he'd probably be married to somebody else. And ideally, more happily married and more clear about his relationship with God and more willing to accept authority in the church and to be a more responsible, disciplined, you know, husband, and, you know, in particular. Because but, Carissa, uh, so Carissa you know, struggles, folks, right? We got, we got a lot of stuff with us, man. It's, it's crazy. But right. You know, that's how royal families do, man. It's almost like an arranged marriage, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but, but Carissa really struggled with that because she's always, you guys did move out one time, and now she's trying to move you guys out again because she's always lived right. under the leadership of your mom. She's not, she's right. and your mom, the character is uh, lady may played by Lynn Whitfield. She is truly a powerful person because in uh, the last couple of episodes, last three episodes, uh, James, her husband, the Bishop who no longer preaches at his own church. Cause it's been sold to uh hope and harmony. How many is harmony and hope or hope and harmony? Yeah. It's hope and hope. And so, and so, and because now he wants to go and preach because the, the story is based in Memphis. If I'm not mistaken, it's based in Memphis and he wants to go preach in Atlanta. Yeah. And this is what he was talking about is that she is such such so controlling. She wants decisions made. <laughs> she wants to have a hand in the decisions and things like that. And she literally tells James, I don't want him to leave this house. I want him to stay in the- How you going <laughs> to tell him? a grown man? Now, you want your grown man who got kids. Because yeah. because one of his daughters, yeah. she got tired of living in the house. She went and moved out a little bit of house out there. One of them little, little guest house. She was she she living out there because she tired. I got to get out. 
I can't live under mom. But mom doesn't see any of the flaws. All she do is all she feels is that she's just yeah. giving love. She feels this is love, her way of showing love. And she's it just so self righteous about everything that she does. You know, she can't do no wrong. Everybody else is wrong though, but her wrong is never anywhere near anybody else's wrong. Right? Her pain is always greater than everybody else's pain. We come to her with our our, you know, um, just, you know, grievances and she's like, Oh, get over it. You know, you're loathing, I'm sure your little problems, you know, <laughs> you know, don't really compare to the weight of my, you know, of my life and my world and so forth. Which and again, everybody fairly has their perspective and, and, and unfortunately this is this is like human behavior, right? This right. is very much the human condition. Right. That, you know, everybody feels like what they're going through, um, nobody understands and their you know, the weights that they carry are always heavier, are heavier than the weights that some, you know, of, of others. We were talking to my man. And my mother's mm-hmm. guilty of that just like anybody else. Absolutely. We are talking to my man, Lamont Rucker. He's one of the stars of the Hitch series on uh, OWN Network. That's Oprah's Network. He plays the role of Jacob. We're going to come back and talk in more detail about that character because it's some things he's doing with, uh, that, you know, his wife, Carissa, his children, uh, his role of what he's trying to the role he wants to build into the side of the church. Got to talk about my man Phil, who's the lackey to my man Bob. Bob, he writing all, Phil writing all the Bob sermons, his books. We're going to be right back with more Greenleaf. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I love getting caught up in good TV shows. Every Tuesday, you can catch Greenleaf airs on the OWN Network. That's Oprah's Network, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. I got one of the stars on the on the phone right now talking about his character Jacob. Now let's talk about the. We talked a little bit about Jacob you know, being um, being dominated by his mom. Okay, but would I would I be wrong to say that he's being manipulated by his wife Carissa? Absolutely, but think about it. Unfortunately, that's what he's accustomed to. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think people often. I think. Um, Lady May identified somebody that she thought was good for him, that would lead him, that would get him straight, that would challenge him, that would force him to kind of step up and be bigger and bolder and stronger. But unfortunately, that woman, similar actually to what his mother has done to him even throughout his life, and you'll see some evidence of that in some coming episodes, Mm. is sometimes that strength doesn't create balance, it creates more imbalance. So what you see is not really that Jacob is weak, but you've got, again, like you said, women. Not that women are too strong, but they're too manipulative and too controlling. They don't know when to let go, step back, share that authority, share that power, and even, you know, honorably defer. People don't like words like submit and all these other things, but everybody has to learn how to submit and serve one another. So you don't see these two people serving each other as much as they can. Instead, you often see them, you know, dictating what they want or passively, you know, doing a passive aggressive stuff just to do whatever they want to do, regardless of what the other person says or wants, you know, or might have a problem with. So you don't really see cooperation. You don't see collaboration and synergy and, you know, they're compassionate, you know, mm-hmm. they're smart, but mm-hmm. they still have their ways of being disrespectful and selfish and self-centered about how they conduct themselves. They're not, they're not really a team. They're not aligned. They're not equally yoked. They're right. not, um, you know, they don't do a good job of working together, mm-hmm. you know, and um, again, as a united front. Right. And there are times even when they try, 
And when they do, when you really see them flow at the best of their ability, they're incredible together, actually. And Absolutely. look at how brilliant and beautiful their children are. Right. But similarly, it's just so much imbalance because other things that are thrown in the equation. And this is a big part of what I believe the show is really about. Absolutely. All could be work in harmony, <laughs> mm-hmm. unintended, right. right? But it doesn't because of this desire and ambition for money and power. And that's that, what it's really all about. You know, what it's I about. believe the show is primarily about is in the effort to be um, in, in, you know, in the, uh, emulate the righteousness and purity of spirit of, of right of Jesus. You know what throws people off course from um, living a, a truly faithful, you know, uh, purity driven life is the desire for for riches. And if you go to Proverbs eleven twenty eight, that's actually what where green where the green leaf name actually comes from. Mm. So you know, wow. so that's that's part of what the entire show is really about thematically is this business of faith. How can you do that? How can you truly serve God and be about the Spirit when you also got to run it as a business and you have to keep this show, you know, going and right. you have to, you know, play the politics and the power struggle games and, and everybody's trying to manipulate everybody and you got all these different agendas and all these loyalties and all this deception going on. Um, and then at the same time, this stuff happens uh, in your personal life, just to say, you also have deception and compromised loyalties and poor communication, and you know. That's why um, it's important that when you say divide and conquer stuff that's happening, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's really important when I hear you talk about uh, your your character. You know, Grace is the lead character. That's the oldest daughter who has a son that you know she's keeping in hiding. Uh, and, and don't want anybody to know about the son because that son comes out and destroy the whole relationship that she's built, her brand, because it's about her brand now, you know, not about the son. Right. You have Noah. Well, you it's know. the reputation of everybody, too. Right. The funny thing about it, she was quick to be willing to expose the secrets of others, but now that she got her own, she's like, whoa, 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 hey, um, hold on, like, uh, let's ho- slow down a little for a second. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's what Sophie said. said. That's what Sophie tells her that. On the mm-hmm. other foot. Yeah, that's our daughter Sophie tells her. You know, when you really, when you really, really ready to reveal the truth about him, then you and I can talk, right. and I'll be back in town. That's but right. the thing I love about that's it, right. the thing I love about the show is that every, every everything is starting to come down. You know, Noah's coming in from Denver; he's coming down there, and then and then uh, I believe it's AJ, the, her, 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 would you say bastard son or illegitimate son or just a son that was. Yeah, it's legitimate. He has a father, so he's not a bastard, but right. he's definitely illegitimate. Right. You know? and, and so he... And crazy that uh, Noah didn't even know. Woo! Woo! And so he's going to come down there, and then you have... you have a. Uh, but it's, it's the, the beauty of good writing, good acting, is that it gives you an, an emotional wave. And I'm just letting everybody, we're talking to Lamar Rucker, one of the stars of the Greenleaf. His character is Jacob. Uh, if you, you can get, you can go to own network, the, the, the website and you get caught up on past episodes. So you won't, so you can get caught up where I'm at. You know, this show should be watched on a weekly basis. You binge yourself to get caught up. That's how much I enjoy this show. I enjoy the show because, because the, the, I enjoy the show because I, I look at a character like Phil who makes me mad. Charity, who is his sister, she annoys me, you know, because, you know, she she's the least talented of the family members, but she wants the most 
okay? But so she's manipulative <laughs> and sneaky, okay? And then you have Jacob's character, who I don't, I don't feel you have an agenda. I just feel that you just get caught up in everybody else's mess, you know, Dante's mess, you know. You know, his, he, you know, he's just trying to get this young basketball player to get his life right. Then all of a sudden, you can't get, you can't get a fool straight. You know what I'm saying? And but you took that because guess what? You needed it because your wife was putting pressure on you and wouldn't allow you to make decisions at your pace. And I think that's your life. That's your character. You've never been allowed to live your life at your pace. You must, you nailed it, man. You nailed it, brother. I'm telling you. That's and and I and I love that. I love that you understand that because that's really a big part of what I've been trying to do with Jacob is just make him a man that real men understand and allow his journey and his issues and his triumphs as well as his trials and tribulations to be real, real life. Because what these people are, are just they real people. This is a real family just because they're wealthy and powerful and all this kind of stuff and, and popular doesn't mean that they're not just real people. So I wanted to show this real man who used to be a little boy just like the rest of us, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find, not only find his way, but find himself. And in the process of doing that, not only does he slip and trip and fall, but things happen to him that aren't always his fault. But again, because of his inability to have learned to be self-sufficient, right. you know, in a more significant way, mm-hmm. at his age, he's still not able really to problem solve and adapt and come out on top as, as much uh, as he as he should, or as as well as frequently as he should. You know, in my opinion, absolutely. You know, um, and it's tough not to judge. So what I want to do is always show us like <laughs> um, standards. Like that's why I came up with the hashtag Pray for Jacob because it's not about pity, but mm-hmm. it is about let's stand behind him, let's pray for him, let's let's like encourage him to grow and evolve and move forward. Mm-hmm. And let's also accept him as he is because there's a whole lot of men. You and I know well, absolutely try to act like they got it going on way more than they actually have it going on. Mm-hmm. And now we get the opportunity to look behind the veil and see what's really going on. Absolutely. That, that's why I love the character. That's why I love the character. Like he would have it all together. Yeah. I, you know I love the mean? character. There's no reason why he shouldn't have it all together. You know, it plays out itself in a, in a big way in so many uh, layers. And like I said earlier about the show, it's 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 just it's a, just a dynamic cast of, of of people that you're familiar with. Uh, that, that 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 great writing allow you guys to to. And I think any great show, and I'm gonna put the word great on this because I enjoy it. I remember the character; they're so uh, uh, fleshed out, so so detailed, so so personable. So when you when you look at the show. In, in the life of the show, and like I said, you know, it, it, this last episode ended when she said, when you know, when Grace was talking to Lady May. Lady May is played by Lynn Whitfield, who is the the lead dominant voice. This is a female driven show, by the way, because everything arcs through right now, currently arcs through these through the women of the show and how they are very manipulative, how they're right. controlling, how they really. I, I remember like Carissa and uh, and Lady May actually got in a little fight, almost like a little fight. Going on, everybody's about to go, go to blows, and then, uh, then, uh, know, right? and then the bishop walked in the room, and and then Lady May go, shut up, don't you act like nothing went down wrong, and then he goes, oh y'all having a good time, and then Carissa had to bow down to Lady May, and then Carissa because Carissa That's thinks right. she's about to move out, but the la- one of the last lines in the series because Carissa came there really to talk lip, hey I'm out, don't need you no more Lady May, I got me and my man, we going, I'm tired right. of you. 
And then, okay. and then. She counted her chickens before they hatched. Oh, my God. She had that winning lottery ticket and oh. went back to the job, oh. you know, and showed up behind everybody only to find out she got one of the numbers wrong on the scratch off. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. Win. That's a good way not to tell it because I want people to watch the show. I don't want to give away great parts of the show because it's very good. Yeah. I'm talking to my man, Mr. Rucker. He's my boy. Been knowing him for many years. Lamont, I got to get you back on the show to talk about your 10-year anniversary, but we spent all our time talking about this great show. Please, please come back Amen. on the show. 10 years coming up. You know what you mean to me. You know what you stand for. Let's keep telling the world how great you are, man. Hey, I appreciate it. And right back at you, man. Continue blessings and, you know, uh, magnificence to you too, man. You know, love what you're doing. And, um, you know, can't wait to uh, see you do even more and watch what you're doing. Continue to grow and evolve, man. You know? Tell Lady yeah. May I say hi. Tell Phil he's a lackey. <laughs> <laughs>